Hello. Hello again. Hello. All right. It is the 16th of July, 2021. The last day of the work week. If you could call this work. I don't, you know, I mean, I do. But it's kind of embarrassing to call it work. It's something to do to keep uh, the family sustained. So I guess it fills kind of like the definition of work. Holy crap. The show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin, Ace Hardware, Fear, Bunker Studio. Still don't have Kate. Kate's intro done. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Yes, hello. Yes, Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. And there's not a single radio show around here that's worth a damn. So I'm listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Coming to you live, Monday through Friday. So sit back, get your trays in the upright position, feet and elbows out of the aisle, because here he comes, Eric Zane. That's right. Thank you, Sean. Welcome in. This is The Daily Show, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. There is a hidden personal adventure story that I referenced yesterday, and I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about it. And that's true. It's, it's, it's too fresh. I would be, um, in big, big trouble if I referenced it or talked about it. Well, uh, I am referencing it, but if I actually got into it. But there's a sweet thing called a paywall, and I am telling that story on Patreon today. That is going to happen. Okay? Um, you know, it's just a little bit more. And I would have told it yesterday, but when I was setting up the Patreon, I accidentally made it public. Science crooked. I, I can't take it. It just, it kills me. I would have, uh, but the set, it was, you know, I went to set it up and I accidentally hit public. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll do it live. So I'm going to tell this story. It is, uh, oh God. Here's the thing. Um, I was just sitting here minding my own business on Wednesday night. A uh, handful of things that I had to do, all boring stuff, podcast related, and the phone rings. And uh, it's a cop. And uh, I was like, what? Huh? I huh? Really? Come on. All the while, I start getting, uh, my phone starts ringing when I'm on the phone with this cop. And it's my son, Jim. And I, uh, I, I, I click a button that's, that he gets a message that says, on phone, I'll call you later. He calls me right back. On phone, call you later. He texts me in all caps, emergency. So I say to this cop, I go, uh, hey, got to call you back. Someone's dead. 
I hang up on the cop. I call Jim. Jim tells me the same thing the cop's telling me. I go, how the fuck do you know this? He goes, because the cop just called me. I go, what the fuck is he calling you for? I'm the fucking boss. I guess they don't have chain of command at the cop shop. He's like, what the hell is going on, Eric? Ah. <laughs> this is This is one of those things that, you know, you look back on and you laugh. It, but at the time, especially for people closer to the scenario than, than me, they're like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen ever. And this all takes place as the queen of the forest is uh, is going on her trip down to Owensboro, Kentucky with her cousin Mimi and the NFK. And she goes, you want me to turn around and come home? I go, ah, I mean, I, you know, I can, I can handle some things, but, uh, oh boy, my plate was full Wednesday. The back half of Wednesday was just a shit show. So I will detail, I will fill in the blanks on the Patreon today. All right. This is yet another reason, um, to be on the Patreon because, you know, I have the security of that paywall and it isn't just thrown out there to the world. Like the free podcast is everything's fine. Nobody's hurt. Nobody's dead. Nobody's in, nobody's in trouble. Barely could have been. Uh, I am a bystander. I have nothing to do with this and boy, does it feel good to not be the one who's stepped in shit. Okay? It feels good to be like, hey, I there's nothing I can do. It's it's out of my control. All right. So welcome to each and every one of you. As indicated, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, it's been, uh, my God, since January of 2019 that we've been doing this stupid thing. It's been a real progression. I feel like there's constantly things to learn and to improve on while podcasting. All right. You need to know that I, I get reviews all the time. And I encourage you, if you're listening to the audio podcast, on whatever, uh, typically Apple Podcasts is the best platform to give a review. You know, they get, you can either give one star, two star, up to five stars, and then you write the words. They're anonymous, so, you know, you anybody can do this. And uh, if you set up an account, you're allowed to do it once. If not, then you have to actually make another account to leave another review. Okay, so... I'm constantly encouraging people to leave reviews and, uh, and that does help you, uh, uh, get, uh, without getting too in detail, internet points, as I referenced, you know, it, it improves your standing. You get enough reviews, you, uh, good things happen. I don't know if it'll change right away, but I changed it here. By the way, Jesse writes this. Subject, NFK turd mystery. 
Something we discussed on the Patreon yesterday. I'm listening to yesterday's Patreon. You delivering the story of uh, of finding a turd in the NFK's pants. Quote, who the hell shits their pants? Then you realize, oh yeah, I do. I sometimes do that. And quickly change your view to, it's one thing to shit your pants. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, that was a full log. All right? That was a full log there. So I don't want to hear any of this bullshit. I mean, a little squirt is one thing entirely different than a full log, which is what we found in his pants. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. I'm always so happy when I see Ben Glaze make an appearance on the show. Yes. Ben and I tonight, 6 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Nice. All right. Um, Where was I? I've got about a million things going on. This is how it's going to be today. I want to show you something before I get to the uh, story about the podcast reviews. All right. I'm sharing my screen here for those people that are uh, just listening to the audio podcast. (laughs) This is my own website. First of all, this post, gutless wimps deface sign quit Burger King because work is hard. This is yet another attempt by me to stir shit up. All right. Uh, Because me announcing that the gutless wimps deface the sign and quit the Burger King because work is hard. You know, you're going to get the rallying by all the uh, uh, soft ass twats. Oh, yeah, they didn't have air conditioning. What do you think of that? I'm like, oh, fuck that. There are some people who work in environments that are warm. That's a kitchen. What do you expect? You know, this is part of the problem with the world today. When the going gets tough, quit, you fucking babies. So, you know, when I post that, uh, it's my intention to get people riled up. But it seems like the go-to on any of these people, whenever I get them riled up, is to just say, you're a loser, you got fired. You're a loser, you're a piece of shit. It's like, yeah, all right, I got fired, but you know what I also did? I also said, I think I'm going to start my own business and created something from absolute scratch. Nothing. Okay? And I'm not the type to go pat myself on the back, even though I am right now. But fucking A, this ain't easy, you fucking moron. You try to support a family with a microphone. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but guess what? I did it, you cocksucker. So go eat tons of shit. Next up, NFL agent Richard Sherman has rough night. Taken down by police dog. Uh, Before we take one further step, I only took care of this on the Patreon. So I want to get into it right now. Um, in case you don't know, Richard Sherman, the, uh, the NFL player, he, um, got into, I don't know what the hell happened. He just a complete bender drank too much and decided he was going to go pick a fight with a family member. We're not sure. Wrecked his car on the way to the house that he was going to go do all the damage. All right. And uh, blew out his tires. Uh, one of the wheels has fallen off his Mercedes. 
Then he gets out of the car and runs to where he wanted to go. I guess it was the home of the in-laws of Mrs. Sherman's mom and dad. It starts raising five kinds of hell there. Like, hey, motherfucker, let me in. I'm going to kick your ass or some shit. I have no idea. Police show up there. Sherman, Mrs. Richard Sherman, of course, uh, NFL free agent, uh, made his uh, mark in the league with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Last year played for the 49ers, trying to find a team now. All right, great. Uh, And then... The cops are like, calm down, calm down. He's like, no, fuck you. And they end up releasing the police dog on him. The 911 call made by Mrs. Sherman captivated. I mean, it was really scary. You know, her sitting there saying, oh, my God, my uh, my husband is drunk and he's going to go take off. She's calling the 911 operator. And what captivated everybody was this 911 operator was fucking horrible. Listen to how shitty this 911 operator is with Mrs. Sherman. 911, what are you reporting? Um, I, I, I need I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blue. What's the stop? Stop. Um, What's the address? Are there any weapons? Stop. We, are there we any took, we took, to no, me. there's no I'm I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers expedited. I need officers. Okay, first of all, Mrs. Sherman didn't do any interrupting. This fucking idiot interrupted her now what's he doing this that you think he's going to harm he's, himself he's being he's, he's being aggressive he has sent text messages i took the i took the keys out there in your car he's trying to leave now in the house he's being aggressive he's wrestling with my uncle he's threatening to kill himself he has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself he and he's saying that if the police show up that so please don't shoot is what i'm asking Okay, wait, say that again. He, has no he says if the he police has, show he up, said, what? He said if the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. So they okay. need to understand that he is. He is. Okay, has been physical with anybody there? You said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How has it been physical? He just tried to fight him. Okay, trying to fight somebody and actually being yes, physical is two he different did. things. How has it her. been physical? Okay, she blurts. Trying to fight someone and being physical are two different things. She wants, like, specifics. And I, I mentioned this on the Patreon. Well, what do you want? Uh, okay, well, he, I, a scissor kick and then a rear naked choke, uh, a flying elbow, and then ground and pound. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a 2016 black Mercedes. Richard, please stop. Richard, please stop. Please stop. Is that a sedan SUV? It's, a, it's just a black sedan Mercedes SUV. Okay. He's not going to be able to get out the gate. I cut it off. What do you mean you cut it off? I cut the gate. We live behind it. It's, it's Richard Sherman. Cut the power like, off. Ma'am, I, this is like a f- emergency. I need officers hey, here listen now. Listen to me. I am handling this. You need to stop telling me that. <laughs> okay. Oh. But what I'm not going to slow help down. Talking to me is not going to slow help down. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, what I need to know is that he What's your name? My name is Ashley Sherman. Do you know what his date of birth is? 33088. Okay, slow down so I can understand you. What's the date of birth? March 30th, 1988. God, I hate that woman. Everybody, the, the whole story is no one even gives a shit about Sherman anymore. Everybody wants to kick the 911 operator's ass. And I got in a fight with some of you bozos on Patreon yesterday 
about this. You're like, oh, no, she was great. You're like, what are you talking about? How could you possibly say that? Oh, Jesus, that was, uh, that was, that was hard to listen to is what it was. Oh, I just, I, I, I just could not stand it. Let's send you down to the field and Aaron Edwards. Joe, thank you so much. Richard, let me ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you, I'm going to shut it for you real quick. L.O.B. yesterday i knew that guy was an asshole back then and everybody's like no that's a good guy it's like i don't know no one who's a good guy uh, uh speaks like that that is an asshole all right uh richard francisco i'm about to uh, get into a, a discussion about him in a second uh says that operator needs to join get a job at the dmv Tyler says, quote, I'm the best alcoholic in this neighborhood. Don't take my keys from me, bitch. Uh, This person writes, I never hear them say officers are on the way. Now I have some questions for you. That's all people want to hear. And I agree with you. That's a good point because when if they don't affirm that the cops are on the way or in route, the people think that they're waiting almost for the 911 operator to like release them. You you need to be thinking two steps ahead of the frantic person who's calling you. But none of these people do that. This stupid ass is more concerned about, you know, uh, uh I don't know, breaking one off in in Mrs. Sherman or something like that. Ah, right, Jesus. Uh, Frank the Tank Fuss says, sounds like you just found your asshole of the day. By the way, Frank the Tank is now really starting to learn the effectiveness of the Eric St. Joe podcast. One of you already has reached out and said, Frank the Tank, I need you. I need you for your insurance, uh, for your insurance expertise. More on that in a second. He's actually set up now a, uh, a website, a form for you to fill out. More on that in a bit, but thank you, Frank the Tank. Josh says emergency dispatchers are grossly underappreciated and not one of us knows what they go through. Uh, so are you suggesting, Josh, uh, that she did an excellent job? Okay. Joey Williamson says, yeah, Eric underappreciates everything. He doesn't understand, LOL. No, you, you, you fucking idiots. Uh, here, here's the problem. I may not be a nine one one operator, but I can also think as to what needs to happen in order to uh, put the panic person at ease to some degree to get the information to me and to my officers in a quicker fashion. She does not. She sucks. Okay. All she was interested in doing is lecturing that lady and cock blocking. Oh, look, pain in the ass. Andrea is back. They have a protocol, you know, get the address and as much info as possible about the situation. Getting physical and fighting are different. It's like when you don't know the difference between assault and battery. Also, if she was on a cell phone, there's no guarantee the right address is connected to the phone. 
she says, especially if her location is off. All right, fine. So if you're suggesting then that the way she got the information and somehow communicated with Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Sherman is good, well, I think you're absolutely misguided. Okay? She needed an address, moron. That's what Joey says. Um, Kenny says it doesn't matter what happened one minute before this. If it was something to wreck her day, she needs to focus on the current call and not be a Karen 911 operator. You're absolutely right. And I don't like saying that you're right, Kenny. Uh, Melissa says, I've never had a dispatcher speak to me that way during my moment of panic. Andrea says, that's coming from a fucking cop, too. Well, fucking, I, yeah, I don't believe you. I, 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 think, I think you're absolutely barking up the wrong tree. Uh, Dirk writes, operator asked, what's the address? Response was mumbled. Then the 911 operator immediately asked if there were weapons, then went on to ask other questions. So she's not doing her job. She's not getting the information. She's asking five questions to an enraged panic woman so that that operator sucked that's my opinion make it yours all right speaking of richard francisco regarding richard sherman on my website and i'm sharing it with you right now nfl free agent richard sherman has rough night taken down by police dog Here's the 911 call. And then uh, I went and posted a picture of this dog. (laughs) And then a picture of Richard Sherman. This is not the dog that bit Richard Sherman's balls off. This is artist Richard Francisco's dog, Charlie. You know, the one that last week I told you, this is, I swear to God, you won't believe how tall this dog is, and I cannot believe I missed the opportunity to get the footage of it trying to bite my dick and balls right off of my body. Look at, first of all, look how handsome he is. Okay? This is Charlie. Ruff. Ruff. Fuck you. Ruff. Okay. Don't let his handsome appearance fool you. Uh, this makes Jon Snow's direwolf look like a chihuahua. And he's not even full grown. He has not yet even filled out. He's quite lanky. He's like the German Shepherd version of Dennis Rodman in the early years. He hasn't even gotten thick yet. And he's, ah. Uh, and don't let him fool you when he's on the other side of the glass with a stupid flimsy frips, uh, frisbee in his mouth. Throw the frisbee, asshole. Throw the roof. Throw the frisbee. And it's just hanging the <sighs> tongue hanging out of his mouth. I'm like, oh, fuck. And oh. So I put Richard's dog there. And then I sent him the screenshot of all of this. This dog, I cannot wait to see him again. Just to be able to get the footage of this dog and my unbelievable frightened reaction of him in my face. You know, he's like, 
it, it, it's like 1941 at a concentration camp, and there's some fucking Gestapo dick with you know, and the dogs are rawr, 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 and the and the poor and the poor souls in the concentration camp are like, oh no, 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 this fucking asshole dog, shit, fuck Richard, what it, and then and then Richard's like, he's fine. He's really a softy. He's so sweet. I'm like, what are you nuts? <laughs> Come on, man. What? Oh. Incredible. Oh, man. More, uh, more discussion about the, um, about the operator, the 911 operator. Let's read some of the uh, right ones. Melissa says, be calm and de-escalate. Kate says she was not professional. Tyler says, even when Eric places ridiculous 911 calls, those dispatchers were very polite with him. Marcy says, the operator started out with an attitude. Andrea, who cares what she says? Uh... Joey says, uh, I know I'm just trying to give Eric shit because that's what I do. Tim says, Eric needs to go to West Michigan K9 and do a story on them training police and military dogs. I'd love to see him wearing the bite suit. No, 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 no. First of all, you're not going to need to see that because I'm going to go over to Richard's house, uh, to uh, talk to him and his lovely and his lovely wife And then he's going to go, hey, why don't you pet him? He's fine. And then uh, the next thing you know, uh, in the backyard, they're not throwing a Frisbee. They're throwing my arm. Kenny says dog owners always say that. Richard says, I loved your comment when you said, I don't appreciate you risking my life. Josh who is just an asshole. He writes, I'd love to see Eric try to be a 911 dispatcher. Yeah, I, I would be the best at that job, okay? I have absolute supreme ability to do that job. I could, right this second, if 911 called me and said, hey, Eric, we need you to come do this job right away, I would need no training. It is, it is a simple job. And all you need is a calm, cool head like I have. And I would, I, there would be no need for that job, for that person anymore. They, they would fire whatever bimbo is there right now doing it because they don't know shit when it comes to communicating. So now I am now saying that I am better than all 911 operators. I am declaring war on all of these power-hungry Nazi 911 operators. Fuck you. I'm better than every single one of you. I am saying that with 100% conviction. I am declaring open season on asshole 911 operators. What a fight to pick. Josh says, bah, ha, ha. I just had a spit take. Uh, my God. Holy shit. Dave Fox is in attendance. All right. You need to get on the podcast. 
We're talking about an unbelievably great personality in Grand Rapids Radio, the legendary Dave Fox, who was broomed unceremoniously from GRD back in the day. Raise your hand if you, re- if you remember. Dick's out for Dave Fox. Hell yes. What's up, Dave? Glad you're here. Okay. Terry says, don't be so modest and humble. Tyler says, can you imagine Eric as a dispatcher caller? Hi, I just want to let you know I'm currently speeding on the highway because my child needs surgery. Eric, pedal to the metal, sir. Don't slow down. That's stupid. Adam Adam says, classic Eric Zane declaring war on 911 dispatchers. Love it. Hello to my cousin, John. By the way, John, guess what? Yesterday was my mother's birthday. God rest her eternal soul. This is the first time in uh, 85 years she has not been able to celebrate a birthday on this earth. But my mother would have been 85 years old yesterday. All right. Patriot Nick says, Eric, as a 911 operator, what'd you do to piss him off? Sounds like you did. Sounds like you deserve it. Okay, smell you later. Wendy remembers Dave Fox. All right. Okay. I want to get into uh, reviews of the show. Now, truth be told, um, when a review comes in, most people don't look at the at the good reviews. They uh, look at the bad reviews. But some of these you've heard before. But, you know, here, here's all the ones I don't care about. The good ones. Why is this? I was talking about this yesterday with Aaron Putnam, who, in my opinion, made up for his tardiness by having a spectacular appearance on this show. I really enjoyed him. And I will be at Rockford Lanes tonight to go see Aaron. And in fact, I need a date. Uh, it's got to be a dude. I don't want, I can't bring a woman or my wife will kill me. Uh, I, I know he's, I don't expect you to rape me, but she's, she's like, no, you can only uh, date boys. So if one of you assholes wants to go on a date tonight, I will take you to see Aaron Putnam. A night on me. First email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Ben, I'll tell you what, if Ben doesn't commit, um, well, you see, I'm doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast at six tonight. So, you know, we'll probably wrap it up. And then as soon as that's done, I'm immediately going to the comedy club. So let me ask Ben first. Okay. I'll make that deal with you. Uh, And if Ben can't go, then one of you will go with me. Hey, Ben. Dot, oh, it says, hey, babe. Hold on a second. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Text Ben. What do you want to say? Hey, fuck stick. Dot, dot, dot. Do you want to go see comedy tonight at Rockford Lanes? Question mark. It will be after we get done with the Patreon podcast. Period. My treat. Period. Fuck off. Period. Your message to Ben says, hey, fuckstick. 
do you want to go see comedy today at Rockford Lanes? It will be after we get done with the Patreon podcast. My treat. Fuck off. Ready to send it? Yes. Okay. It's sent. Five stars. Great show. As Zane, this is way back. August of 2019. As Zane has gotten more comfortable, the quality of the show has gone up considerably. The extra segments like Dear Meathead, Talking Movies, which we don't know, do anymore. And interviews are great. Compliments to the core show. Yeah, they're great compliments to the core show. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, but the ones that catch my attention the most. Boring is, this is old. One star, Eric Zane sucks, wrote this. Boring is an understatement. What a waste of time. Boring interviews done by a stupid child. We don't need to hear your voice every day about the idiots in your family. My God. Okay. All right. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. One star. Meh. Mildly amusing. Well, you know, I can, I can handle mildly amusing. Certainly ignorant. Okay, I can handle that too. Inexplicable bouts of forced cursing and perversion. Okay, I would say, though, that's only one star, that that's a win. I will take that. I think that is an, that is an accurate description of my show to some degree. How about this one? Used to love the show. I used to listen daily. Now I listen every, uh, every couple of months. I was hoping with the election over, he would leave politics out of it. All right, whatever. You got to love it when people I know actually give me, you know, like I've known John here forever. He gives me three stars, fucker, hit and miss. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes there's too much Kenny. Come on, leave Kenny out of this. It's a good waste of time and way better than the radio show that spawned his fame. Well, you know what? I got, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. This one bums me out this is fucking terrible look at this i just got this the other day july 8th gross wow disgusting pod host makes jokes about rape what not cool also major sexist vibes okay uh let's uh first of all can you imagine if I did do those things, how badly my ass would be kicked. Um, first of all, my daughters would not allow that. And my wife, my redheaded wife, are you kidding me? If I uh, uh, was making jokes about, well, you know what? In, in hindsight, I don't know. Maybe I have made a joke about rape, but it just doesn't sound like, that just doesn't sound like me. Now, I can't, I honestly, I couldn't tell you what, what I did, you know, five minutes ago. So who knows if that's true? Uh, and I don't know how disgusting it could be. I mean, uh, I, I have, my audience is 75% men, 25% women. So, I mean, I guess I would just have to ask the women on the show, is it disgusting? Do I joke about rape? Uh, am, is there a, uh, are there sexist vibes coming out of my show? But that actually, I was like, what the fuck? Seriously. So there you go. A little review segment for you. But the thing about my show 
is the reviews are uh i just i i need more i would love to see more of those so if you are listening to the audio podcast specifically on apple Podcasts, leave me a review i would love to see them by the time you enter it it takes a little time for it to like uh uh show up on the platform but uh any help is appreciated so thank you so much if you've done that in the past if not do it give me a review for god's sake um let's see <laughs> fucking ben dementia is funnier than rape i have never said that you asshole Joey says, my wife just said that a lot of stupid shit tends to come out of your mouth sometimes. Yeah. Uh, For example, Joey Williamson's wife is smart. There you go. I just said stupid shit. Joey Williamson's wife is a go-getter and productive in the community. More stupid shit. Uh, Joey Williamson's wife has a great work ethic and is not married to an ugly idiot. More stupid things I've said. There, take that. (laughs) Andrea says, aside from your wrong opinions, the show is great. Yeah, you're still wound up by the fact that you're just stuck on the stupid 911 thing. Dirk says, did you say that rape is the funniest of the assaults? No, I have never said Rape is the funniest of the assault, you fucking idiot. Wendy says no to sexist, sarcastic, yes, but that's my language also. Melissa says you're hilariously disgusting. I love it. Kate says no, I love your show. Then Ben throws out Cinnamon Muff. I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, Kenny says, ah, good old John. Question for John. Did I ever make you laugh? Adam says, if you're going to slam Eric, at least use correct grammar. All right. Kenny says, literally the most I've ever said on the topic, on the freebie about this exact thing. Well, you see, I've I've gathered up enough uh, um, shell moving in the shell game to be able to tell this story um, and still be insulated from any type of issue. You know? Basically, I'm great. I know what I'm doing. Tyler says, I think that's a little insensitive, insensitive to say about someone clearly having a mental health crisis. I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. There goes Dirk causing trouble again. Absolutely. Okay. So I just want to start off with a little bit of a different start. Uh, I, I, I needed to inform you that coming up, I'm going to see Tennessee audience members and I'm going to see New Jersey audience members. Okay. Trip down to Tennessee. Uh, for a, a little bit of that, we're going to head, head over to um, a rendezvous point hang out for dinner like we did last time we haven't yet gotten those details finalized i know people like chomping at the bit what when what are we gonna do i know i just haven't gotten there i was super busy yesterday 
And then for the New Jersey thing, after the um, Tennessee trip, immediately traveling up to Jersey City, New Jersey, and making plans for Monday, the 9th of August. And right away, people are like, why Monday? Why not this day? It's like, well, I, I don't have a choice. I'm kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, I have a schedule. We, we're staying in uh, Tennessee for a certain amount of days. I've already paid for the trip, so that's how it's got to be. Uh, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. It has to be Monday. Okay? Um, and so Blue State Rob is reaching out to me with all sorts of, hey, let's go. Uh, we're going to head to the go-kart track, and then we're going to parachute out of an airplane, and then there's uh, we're going to head over to the mountains. We're going to do some mountain climbing. Uh, uh, water skiing, uh, parasailing. We're going to parachute out of an airplane again. And then uh, we got some bull riding we're going to do. Uh, snorkeling. We're going to go to the Bahamas. We're going to come back. And he's gotten given me all these things. And it's like, okay. No. No to all of it. First of all, Diana can't do anything. She has a bad shoulder. So outside of walking and lifting a fork to eat, uh, everything's off the table. I got an idea. How about we just hang out and eat and drink? That's what we should do. You know, in a quiet area where we can sit and talk and laugh uproariously. I can make fun of you. We can go live on Facebook. We can have a good time. We don't need to, you know, uh, do a triathlon, go to the top of the Empire State Building and jump off, uh, go see where John Lennon was shot, uh, go to the M&M store in Times Square. We don't do any of that shit. How about we just hang out for a few hours and laugh? Is that? I mean, I, I appreciate your, your zeal for this, but fuck, I'm old. I'm already going to be exhausted. I don't want to go and uh, and do all this shit. Who's with me on this? Oh, man. Go to Coney Island and eat hot dogs and everyone can be skanks. Looks like Dave Fox is in a war with Andrea. Hey, Fox, why aren't you on the radio? Uh, Kate says, sounds like a good time. I'm in. Amanda wants to go see where John Lennon was shot. Nah, come on. I went there once. There's always hippies there hanging out. All right. Uh, I am thinking about going back to the 9-11 memorial. Hey, why do you want to go to a, a tomb? It's really fantastic. It is, seriously, it is just incredible. Absolutely awesome. Okay. Sorry. I'm just looking at comments. I shouldn't do that. Find a place for Eric where they have Natty Ice N.A. Yeah, probably will have an a, uh, a, an N.A. to be sure. Okay. So that's uh, that's what we're looking forward to. Um, speaking of what I was talking about earlier, uh, the person, no, I, I better not say that. I 
I better not. I better just shut my mouth now. <sighs> Let's take a look at this. This is video that I want to share with you. Uh, Alexis just sent this along of some guy somewhere. My God, um, I, I think he's fueled by meth or something. I'm not really sure how it is, but this guy is fleeing cops and good Samaritans. Okay. They're on the side of the road. Worldstarhiphop.com brings us this. Now, if you're just listening to the audio podcast, you'll have to go to the show notes attached to the podcast and click to be able to see this. But I'll do my best to describe it for you as, uh, as we, on the live stream, take a look at it together. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, what we have here. Side of the road. The guy in the orange shoes, I guess, is the dude we're going to want to watch. All these other people around here are bystanders trying to help this cop. The cop is right here behind the guy in the white hat, closest to the back of this white pickup truck. Two lanes going one direction on the interstate. Uh, we're going to see the bad guy here in the red shoes kind of break away from the cop, run into the road, and get greased by two cars. Uh, the distance that his shoes travel when they fly off his feet is absolutely spectacular. And he's completely fine. Okay? In this freeze frame here, uh, I haven't yet rolled the footage. The guy, the thing all blurry on this white car is the dude. Okay? Over here with the red circle, that's his shoe. And it's going to fly out of the frame and land over here. Okay. So let's check this out. Dude's like, all right, he pulls away from the cop, dodge, and then, bam, oh, look at that. And then he walks away. No problem. There's the shoe. There, watch it. Slow-mo. Oh, oh, my God. How is, all right. You know, I mean, seriously, Conor McGregor breaks his leg. Uh, and then this guy, you know, he gets hit by two cars. There's the first, there's the second one. Look at him. Look at this flip. What a pirouette. And then he just land. This, this car goes off the road. Amazingly, they, they didn't get hurt. Thank God. But let's go through the whole thing again. Here you got the guy, the cop. This cop is, is completely inept. Okay. This fat ass cop. Uh, he, 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 it takes nothing for this skinny crackhead to get away from him. He just yanks away and runs into traffic. Okay. And then he's playing frickin' Frogger. Okay. I, why, did he, uh, why didn't he keep going? Isn't this remarkable? If he would have just kept going, he would have been in the median. But he stops and does this leap thing. He gets hit by the one guy and then the other car immediately after. Wow. And then he's like, all right, I'm done. Oh. This guy's shooting video. All right. There's more to this. Uh, at least I thought there was. I thought there was another video that actually showed what happened next. Because um, as it goes, there was then um, all these good Samaritans then gathered around the dude and beat his ass. Um, 
in order to get him under control. And the guy was fine. Every, every, everything worked out. How incredible is that? My God. Dirk says, quote, he's playing Frogger. What an accurate reference. It's true. Yeah. There was a game on Activision on Atari um, called Freeway where you were, a, it was like a ripoff. You're like a chicken and you're trying to cross the road. Kenny will probably make it for me and send it along. Tyler says he was 90% across and decided to backtrack. He's like a squirrel. You ever see that? You'd be driving down the road and a squirrel's like, oh, my God, I've made it. Hold on. Let me run under this tire. What an idiot. Man. And there's nothing wrong with them. Uh, ben is all over it today. Uh, ben Glaze is, uh, is really making his presence known on the show as he uh, works his, uh, his primary job. He writes, ha ha, scene where someone died is hilarious. What the fuck, Ben? Hey, hey, yeah, see, maybe he's doing Kenny. All right. Patriot Nick says, what type of drugs do you have to be on to be half squirrel? Good question. All right. I am expecting uh, an appearance by the multi-talented Allison Dieters. From Harbor Humane. Now, that is a um, no-kill animal shelter. Very near and dear to me. As we welcome in uh, one, of our, uh, one of our beloved friends, Cardiff Electric is here. Thank you and welcome back, Cardiff Electric. With, uh, boy, does this show suck. Just don't feed the troll. Just welcome the troll. Wrap your arms around the troll. Love the troll. We will win the troll over, over time. We don't hate the trolls. We love the trolls. Allison will join me in just a moment. There's something excellent going on at uh, Harbor Humane, and I love that place, and I wish I could adopt all of the animals. I wish I could adopt them all. All the cats, all the dogs. But first off, hello to my friends over at Blue Frost IT. They are helping bring you the open and the live stream of this show. So no matter what your business is, it could be the folks at Harbor Humane. If the tech, all of the computers that are supposed to talk to each other on the network, communicate with the Internet, uh, download the updates, all those things, if they're working slow or ineffectively, you might need an upgrade. That's when you corner my friend. Allen from Blue Frost IT voted number one by his peers as the top IT company in West Michigan. All right. You sit down with him. He takes notes as to what your needs are. And he's going to say, all right, if you want to do an upgrade, I will go and price out everything you need. And then you buy it. And then I set it up for you. That is called an, a, uh, an IT upgrade. You meet with Allen to give her a compliment, uh, complimentary consultation for all of that. And off you go. Your workplace might need new wall drops, might need new infrastructure uh, builds into the uh, into the facility, or it's new construction. Allen takes care of all of that. Okay, uh, that's uh, project work. 
So if you're doing a moving to the office, you're doing a retrofit on the office, an upgrade on the computers, all of that stuff. If your employees are working from home, he can help you in that regard. And he is a managed IT service provider, so you pay him a little bit each month, and then he takes care of all of your tech, okay, priced based on how much tech you have. Essentially, you have an IT department at your company. That's what happens with Blue Frost IT. They also do quick fixes. You need to reach out to them for specifics on that. Maybe you need a solid-state hard drive on an old laptop to make it faster. Whatever it is, pick the brain of my friends at Blue Frost IT. Find them online at bluefrostit.com or call them at 616-285-50. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Uh, My friends at Horizon Hydroponics invite you to check them out for anything at all that you are growing. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com, whether it's flowers, vegetables, cannabis. Your harvest is uh, starting to get to that point now as the days get shorter where those plants are starting to flower. It won't be long. Uh, Get all the expertise and all the products to make your harvest bountiful at Horizon Hydroponics for whatever you need to further your hobby or your passion. Gone are the days when this is done kind of like subversively on the down low, okay? I was just reading uh, the other day that, that there is a talk about federally marijuana is going to, is, there's talk of it being made um, uh, legal on a federal level, okay? Um, it's remarkable to think that we are watching this transformation happen within the country, and I don't even smoke, nor do I care to, okay? But... Uh, we're starting to get to a point where they're like, well, you know, people are doing it anyway. Uh, whatever. tax. It's just like alcohol, for God's sake, in my opinion. I don't think any of you should be drinking it, to it, uh, it excessively, but whatever. You're a grown adult. You can do whatever the hell you want. That's where we're getting in this country when it comes to marijuana. If you want to do that, fine. Whatever. Knock yourself out. So my friends at Horizon Hydroponics are like, hey, this is what you need to make that, uh, that uh, grow very, very big. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. Thank you to my friends at Horizon Hydroponics. If you uh, buy online, you can save um, on the shipping. They'll send it anywhere in the USA for free for orders, $250 and more. And, and, and if you, made me laugh. That's very funny. If you, if you use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout, you will save 10%. I'm starting to love this guy. This is funny. (laughs) Cardiff Electric writes, maybe if weed was legal, this garbage show might be interesting. Hashtag SJ Army. That is stuttering John Army. Well, I, I guess it's a formidable army. We better look out for the stuttering John Army. Glad to have you. Let us bring in. The multi-talented, with her sweet pug in hand, uh, Allison. Hi, Eric. Hi, hi. How are you, Allison? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Never been better. Uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Who 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 is with us today? See if I can get her face in here. She's cuter than me. This is Minerva. Oh, hey, baby. Hello, puppy. Hello, Minerva. She looks like she's freaked out. Yeah, she's like panic. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that is and that is your pet, right? Or is that yeah. a pet? Okay, that is your pet. You and you have several, right? Yeah, I have four dogs. All okay. from Harbor. 
So do I, of course. Uh, everybody knows that. And um, so, yeah, here we are with another uh, another meeting where you and I discuss some of the great things that are going on at Harbor Humane, which is uh, how what would you if someone said to you, hey, what are you doing? You said, well, I run Harbor Humane. And then they said, what is Harbor Humane? What would you say? So we are uh, basically the animal shelter for Ottawa County. Um, we're uh, kind of a mix of the county shelter and our own private entity. Um, we take in all of the strays for Ottawa County because we are contracted to do so. And then we take in any owner surrenders. We take in a bunch of transfer animals. We provide a bunch of community services. We, we do all of the things. Okay. Um, before we get into what we want to talk about, we've got plenty of time to do that. Um, first of all, I forgot to mention this. Uh, try not to be too distracted by the comments. You know how it is. They're always, they're a very active vocal bunch. And there's one in particular who we've kind of um, taken a shine to. It's Cardiff Electric, who's probably going to say something terrible about you and call you a bad name. But that seems to be what this person is doing. I don't even know who it is, but just I'm, oh. I'm just letting you know, if you see it, try not to be too distracted. about it. Oh, I'm here for it. I, I know what I signed up for. Eric. OK, good. Um, going back uh, just a handful of weeks ago, there was a story in the news about some French bulldogs were recovered locally that should not have been in the possession, if we're understanding this correctly, of uh, a, a mother-daughter tandem? Correct. They had stolen them from Ohio. So it was a breeding facility in Ohio. And according to the mother-daughter story, um, they had gotten them from a third party who was the real thief. But anyway, so these uh, 10 Frenchies, and then we ended up recovering a few more, uh, were uh, taken from this home in Grand Haven of this mother-daughter, and they intended to flip the puppies and resell them, like on Craigslist, or allegedly they had some connections to some local pet stores, too. So the person who originally had them stolen from them in Ohio kind of solved their own crime on this one, if I'm understanding correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. They tracked these puppies down on Facebook. The breeders did. They saw those pictures. They're like, those are our puppies. They called up law enforcement and law enforcement went and recovered them. And then they ended up at Harbor for a hot second. Well, uh, the breeders came up from Ohio to pick them up. I posted the video of Frenchie overload that took place. So, you know, being who you guys are, they brought all of these Frenchie puppies to you. Yeah, it was the best day ever. <laughs> if I were you, I would have said to the people who stole them, I said, thank you for stealing these, because right now I'm about to have the best day ever as these Frenchies inundate our uh, our facility. Uh, basically, yeah. I, I personally helped our vet evaluate them all, which basically consisted of me sitting on the floor with all of them, and they all just like licked me and loved me, and then I would just hand her one. That, about, that was my contribution for the day. How about the one who, uh, which one of your staff was getting mauled by the one who was biting like part of her camera or something? <laughs> I think that was our vet who was actually getting mauled at that time. She actually, there was she, one, it was like the biggest one. He was this big tan brute and he was an asshole. He liked, <laughs> uh, he liked to bite his brothers and sisters. He liked to bite us. Like he was just a tornado and he was so much bigger than the rest of them. He was a bully. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They it's like wow, you just I mean when it comes to Frenchies, they just have some of them have that personality. And so now are they all now back with the person in Ohio? 
Yeah, they are all back with the breeder in Ohio. Everyone's been recovered. Um, there was one Frenchie that was recovered after the fact, so a few days later. That Frenchie was actually adopted out to or sold out to a new family. So the cops had to go to this person's house, get that Frenchie, and be like, hey, sorry, you bought a stolen dog. We yeah. possess this. And then we ended up with that Frenchie for like two weeks because the breeders couldn't come and pick it up right away. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and I, and I talked to you about this, um, not long ago. And because I wanted to make sure, because like we got Bruce and people I know, uh, kind of like chastised us at the time and said, Oh, you have, uh, this is terrible. You have not adopted a dog. You don't feel that way, right? Like if someone wanted to go get a French bulldog, there's a right way to do this. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the moniker is adopt, don't shop, but really it's adopt or shop responsibly. That just doesn't look as good on a t-shirt, frankly. Um, <laughs> we uh, So if you do want a certain breed of dog, obviously we recommend, you know, look at a breed specific rescue first, see if you can find what you're looking for. But if you want a French bulldog puppy, yeah, you're going to have to go to a breeder, find a responsible one, never go to a pet store. Those what do animals- you- Okay. Never responsibly bred. So okay. So if I if there's like a pet store, no, I don't know, Granville, Michigan, for example. Just there could be one there. Grand, I'll just throw that out there. That happens to be known as, uh, uh, I'll make up a name hypothetically, the Bow Wow Boutique or something. Let's just say I walk into there and there's a bunch of puppies and some guy who says, "Yeah, these are all these are all responsible." I. Uh, responsibly bred i i shouldn't believe that in this hypothetical situation that's all horse shit that, that is all absolute horse okay. shit. you can't get that volume of dogs from an ethical breeder an ethical breeder is only having one or two litters at a time it's a really small scale operation okay so let's say i'm listening to the radio and there's a hypo- uh, hypothetical radio station called uh wgrb and and the host on the air named Ronnie is there saying, hey, go to the Bow Wow Boutique and buy these dogs. We should boycott that radio station, correct? WGR, Absolutely. WGRB, a hypothetical scenario. Yes, all these hypothetical places. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. I just want to get that all taken care of. <laughs> um, now, what do you mean by ethically raised, ethically bred? Uh, what is What is that? So really the big thing is how they treat the moms. So in a puppy mill, the moms are in like caged hell. Like they're never probably seeing sunlight. They're probably never being let out to go outside. They have no life other than just to produce babies. So that's kind of the thing that you're looking for. Um, if you were like, say going uh, to visit a breeder, you want to see like what mom's life is like, because that's like a huge sign. Okay, so if you go and you see where the mom is and her butt's moving and she's running in circles and she's happy and she's very healthy and she's got a nice area where she can hang out and she loves her life and everybody gives her lots of attention, that's a good sign, right? That's a very good sign. The the places that then um, provide um, like the Bow Wow Boutique are these large-scale puppy mills and that will never be the case there they will say they're up to usda standards but the usda standard is a bare minimum because that's basically agricultural 
Okay. So say yes to uh, all of the things we've talked about and no to any place that may be just like the Bow Wow Boutique. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I want to take a look, by the way. Um, okay. Where is it? I'm going to do a screen share because I want to go over some of your pooches and kitty cats. All right. Um, can you see? Okay, here we go. You can see the the uh, uh, roster, right? Yes. We okay. have so many animals right now. Look at this. All right, here we go. I'm scrolling up. Look at all these. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to go from the top. First of all, I love the fact that whoever takes the photos of the dogs, they're always smiling. I mean, bam, I want you. Uh, <laughs> Wrangler, I want you. Max, I want you. Look at them all. I've seen a lot of these dogs. Some of them have been there a long time. Like Pete's been there a while. I know Sweets has been there a while. Isn't that right? Yep. And then Wrangler, who's the upper left-hand corner. I think he's our longest resident. He's been in foster for a long time. So at least he has that going for him where he's not in the shelter. I'm also extremely pleased at how the cats either look incredibly sweet or annoyed that their pictures are being taken. That is, sounds... Is Treva on there? I think uh, the smush face kind of... Uh, she's my office cat. What is it? Sheba? Treva. I think she was towards the top. How do you spell that? T-R-R? T-R-E-V-A. I think second row. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you there go. That's is. my office cat. Okay. She is as bumpy as she looks. Okay. Treva. There she is. Okay. So she's, and she's been there a while. Yeah. She's been living in my office for like two months. She's like 13 years old. She's just waiting gotcha. to die. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. What are you doing? I'm just kidding. She's just an incredibly like old fossil of a lady, but she's awesome. Okay. Look at that. You got, you got kitties. You got uh, adult cats. I love the names. Maurice. You got a dog named Barb. Who names the dogs, man? Um, well, I, Barb came with that name um, okay. on a transfer, but otherwise our kennel staff has to come up with all of these names, which sounds like really fun until you've done it like 30 times in one day and you just run out of ideas. Okay. So that's yeah, how you I, get some of the really weird names. Yeah. I would always just take one look at the dog and then come up with the name. Like, uh, I like this one right here, fire. This, this dog would forever be known as scared beagle ears. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. You have a bunny named Alice. How about how great is that? I saw one dog with one eye. Uh, who was that? Oh, I don't even remember who has one eye right now. This is, we literally have so many animals that, Simba, my God, Raina, Gleason, fantastic. Oh, Gleason is a love. I know him. He is fantastic. Okay. So I just, I kind of, Brock, Delilah, Gibbs. Jesus, man, this is fantastic. Some great, great animals. So anybody can uh, go to harborhumane.org and do that. But that's just part of the reason why we're here, because you have a huge event coming up that, um, is uh it's 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 right around the corner right thursday yeah it's less than a week away which only slightly makes me panic <laughs> okay that of course is uh am i saying ales and tails ales for tails ales for tails okay uh and i and i had it i had it listed here but i i, I wanted a screen share but the thing just timed out on me so it's going to take me a second to get it tell everybody about what uh, uh ales for tails is please 
So it's our biggest fundraiser of the year. It's our uh, seventh annual Ales for Tales this year. Basically, it's like a big uh, parking lot party with um, music and beer. Uh, we have a live band uh, called Brenna, who are a huge cover band in this area. They have like a little like cult following. Um, and then, yeah, lots of uh, different beers, a lot of them from local brewers. Uh, no hams beer. I'm really, really sorry to the NFK for that. We do have oh. Coors, if you could settle for that. I, you know, I would, I think that's a, a we should get him out. Um, can you imagine if it was me, Diana, and her brother showing up to the event? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's a big space. Y'all can spread out, you know, if he starts, you know. The dog, words. the it's dogs, fun. all the dogs that would be the way would be attracted to the smell of his balls. <laughs> You're totally right. <laughs> okay. So, um, and, and you, and you indicated this is a huge fundraiser. Uh, you got the music, you got the beer, you got food, right? Uh, so we don't have food in there. Uh, so where we're located is it's the shops at West shore, which is formerly the West shore mall. Um, gotcha in holland so there's a bunch of places to get food around there so you okay. can you know get takeout or bring it in eat before you could bring your own picnic dinner in if you want um because it's just inside it'll be a real ch chill vibe like bring your own lawn chair you know there's some grassy places that you can set up there's the parking lot you listen to some music bid on some auction items it's what are some of the i'm oh, sorry what are some of the auction items that you have so the big one that I wanted to highlight is uh, for Lions fans, we actually have a Barry Sanders signed like Hall of Fame helmet. It's wow. like one out of or one out of 200 that were made. So like wow. full size, really cool helmet. So for you unfortunate Lions fans, you can bid on okay. that. All right. That is, uh, that um, is really great. Yeah. Um, other things, uh, we have like a lot of different, like, you know, animal related baskets, obviously it's an animal related cause. So lots of stuff for your kitty cats and puppy dogs. We have overnight stays to places, golf packages. We have, we've literally over a hundred different items. So. Okay. Well, uh, my plan is to be there for this event. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I would, I would encourage anybody to come out and hang out. What if they like said, Hey, I want to go and like bring my dog. Yes. Uh, dogs are welcome. Okay. Yeah. You can totally bring your dog. We have a lot of space and there's some green space, um, as well. So yep. Okay. Puppies are welcome. So Thursday, this coming Thursday, that is the 22nd of July. You are invited out to, uh, ales for tails. It's a big fundraiser for Harbor humane and, you know, the money goes to uh, um, helping enrich the lives of the animals that are in your care. There's a this is an unbelievable expense to keep Harbor Humane running. Isn't that right, Allison? Yeah, um, it costs one point five million dollars a year to keep everything running at Harbor. So we can definitely use every uh, every yeah. penny we can get. And, uh, and that's, I mean, I mean, when you think about, uh, this is if for that County, Ottawa County is quite a big County, uh, all of the animals that are in need there. I mean, this, this has to happen. So, uh, I, I encourage everybody to uh, sign up, purchase tickets and just purchasing the ticket alone is, uh, is a huge win for Harbor humane. You get to hang out with me, Allison, the dogs, the amazing crew that works there. And you have an army of volunteers that work there as well. Isn't that right, Allison? 
Yes, yes, and uh, the army will be there uh, on Thursday night helping us out. So, okay. and and we should probably mention that if you're a person that's looking maybe to, uh, let's say you you're a little short on cash, but you've got some extra time and you want to help out for a handful of hours a week at Harbor Humane, is that something people can do too? Absolutely, we are always looking for volunteers to. Um, come in and walk the dogs, uh, come in and help us with laundry, which I know sounds really glamorous. Um, we have volunteers that help us at events like Ales for Tales or smaller like adoption events that we do throughout the year. There's just like a million different opportunities. So yes, please. And you can see it there. Uh, I'm sharing the screen, the, uh, the uh, volunteer thing, just go there and fill it out and say hi and get to know those people. So that is all good. Um, you were with me at the IPW wrestling event, you and your fantastic husband, Brad, uh, Brad was to my left. You were to Brad's left. And then it was me, Ben, Stu, Jeremy, and Rico. <clears throat> what a time we had at that thing. I had no idea you were such a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> well, my husband is the huge wrestling fan. I just went along with it. Um, oh, you know, come on. It was really fun, though. It was way more fun than I thought it would be. Like, I'll watch, like, Raw with him or whatever, and I can kind of follow along with that. You know, I'm a little bit into it, but I wasn't so sure about an independent production, and I was just blown away. I had so much fun. So they're actually doing that again July 24th in Muskegon on that boat. Um, that uh, World War II boat. I forgot what it was. Um, and I, I, I can't make it. I've got to, uh, I've got a family thing to attend because I, I was hoping to go, but my mother, but the only way I could attend is if I, it depends on the timing because I think that might be a midday thing. So if I'm lucky, I can race back from Detroit and then uh, go to the deal. So I'm not going to say I'm, I'm 80% sure I can't, but I'm going to try to finagle that. So. Maybe we could wow. get together for that too. We already uh, have our tickets. So I'm sorry. We already have our tickets. We already have our front row tickets for that one. Oh so. my God. Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, you hit it out of the park. You're awesome. Everybody loves the work that you and all the volunteers and all your staff do. Uh, I enjoy spending time with you. And if anybody wants to help out, it is ales for tales. Uh, I, I, I'm going to, in the show notes of this podcast, I will include a link. And what you do is you just click it, buy a ticket for you and you, whomever or whatever, and then meet me there. It starts at 6 PM and I will see you at that event. All right. Okay. Allison, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Till next time. Have a good one. There you go. Allison from Harbor Humane. I appreciate her uh, taking the time and joining us on the show. All right. How about that? Joey Williamson says next, uh, next targeted IPW show in Grand Rapids, August 21st. Not official yet. All right, buddy. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Oh, man, that is fun. I want to remind you that coming up on Monday's show, of the Eric St. Show podcast. At um, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, my first morning radio co-host, Joe Volk, V-O-L-K, Volk, Volk, will be with me. We haven't done anything in radio, podcasting, whatever, since April of 1998. And maybe two phone calls since April of 1998. And I would say there was like a 10-year period from April 1998 to, oh, I don't know, maybe a little less than 10 years. 
to uh, uh, the mid 2000, 2005, 2004 that I spoke with them again for the, on the phone. And so, yeah, we just kind of, uh, he's out of radio now. He's making a fortune selling uh, baseball tickets for the uh, Great Lakes Loons in Midland, Michigan. He still makes his home there with his lovely wife, Angela. Um, and uh, Diana used to work with Angela. She's uh, unbelievably smart. Uh, and uh, so I'm looking forward to getting Joe on and reminiscing about the old stories from Z93. A lot of you are like, well, we don't know. We don't have a reference point from the, from the Z93 days. Well, it doesn't matter. We're going to get you caught up. And uh, just kind of relive some of the fun. It's going to be awesome getting Joe on the podcast. That will be on Monday on the Eric Zane Show podcast at about the same time. We'll start at about 9. Okay. All right. Uh, Frank the Tank Fuss at MyPolicyShop.com. So what Frank does, it's a, he is a no-cost insurance broker. Now... Um, being that he's a new sponsor, this is his first week. He is uh, delighted by the fact that one of you reached out and uh, petitioned him for his services. What does he do, Eric? Okay, well, he does a lot for me personally. Uh, I called Frank and I go, Frank, I, uh, I need an insurance policy. It was open enrollment time on the insurance marketplace or what's known as Obamacare. I go, I need insurance. And he took one look at, like, what the policy I had. He goes, why do you have such a shitty in- insurance policy? I go, I don't know. Because where you're doing it wrong. I go, well, what do I do? He goes, you don't do anything. I'll do it. I go, okay. How much is it going to cost me? He goes, nothing. It's free. I go, wait. How does this work? He goes, stupid. The insurance companies pay me. I go, oh, my God. How come everybody doesn't do this? He goes, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm hiring you for, to tell everybody about it. Get to it. He's not really that abrasive. He's actually quite sweet. Uh, so now he's reached out to me. I saw it on the overnight. And he writes, hey, I made a form specifically for your audience that they can fill out. So what you do, he wants you uh, to go to buy insurancehere.com in fact let me show you what's up this is so great I like to take extra care with new sponsors so that you can see um, you can get a clear picture by insurancehere.com I I spelled the word here h-e-r You can get a clear picture as to what he's trying to do. You know? Okay, hang on. I'm going to share this screen. Okay. Check it out. It's very simple. It's just a form. Frank the Tank, right there. Licensed insurance agent. Health, Medicare, life, happiness. Tell me your name, your email address, your phone number, type of health insurance needed. Health, Medicare, group, dental, vision, prescription, income, life, Medicaid, other. Your address. Tell me about your situation. Well, I'm in a great situation because I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. He's awesome. Oh, I need insurance. How did you hear about me? Eric Zane Show podcast. Very important. 
How do you prefer to be contacted? Then you hit submit. That's what you do. So to review going forward, buyinsurancehere.com. Excuse me. That will that is the quickest way to get you in touch with Frank. If you want, you can call him 616-914-4070. But Frank the Tank says, this is what I want, Eric. Get to it. His words. I'm going to read this to you. Eric, in my next spot, I want you to mention or emphasize that I am looking for people that are turning 65. So for some of you audience members, that's you. Not everybody who listens to this show is an old bastard like that, but you might know someone who is an old bastard. So if your old bastard family member is turning 65, this is for them. (coughs) Excuse me. Because this is what they're going to do. They're going to need insurance. They're going to need Medicare. And they don't know what the hell they're doing. It says, are you turning 65 in the next six months? This is actual uh, Frank the Tank's writing. Do you need information on Part A and Part B? I don't know what the hell that is. Need a supplement insurance plan for Medicare. See, that's already a different language to me. And I'm guessing most people, that's a different language. You're like, uh, what? What is that? How do I do that? What am I doing? Yeah, you don't need to worry about any of that shit. You call the tank. He does it all for you. Zero cost. Need information about your social security. When to file. Are you considering retirement but can't leave your job because of health insurance? That's That's a very real thing. I can help. My God, is this guy amazing. What are you doing waiting? Reach out to Frank the Tank Fuss. Buyinsurancehere.com. Frank, I told you when we started this that I was going to hit it out of the park. I am so convinced of that. And the only reason why, and I'm kind of like, all I'm doing is putting your message out. You're the one hitting it out of the park because this is awesome. Pe- more people need to know about this. I know that when I found out about what you do, Frank, I was like, oh, my God, sign me up right now. All right. Uh, there was comedy last night. Jordan Garnett did stand up at Spectrum Lanes. Uh, Kevin Kuypers was there. Kyle Tome. Uh, Kyle Tomei was there. Thanks for uh, reaching out to me. I was giving away free tickets. Tonight is the night for headliner Adam Burke featuring Aaron Putnam. That is at Rockford Lanes. Lanes. Rockford Lanes, Back Alley Comedy Club in Rockford. All right. I will be there, and I want you to go there too. I have a link in the show notes. It's an event bright page. Tickets start at 15 bucks. Adam Burke and Aaron Putnam. Aaron was on the show yesterday, putting up with all you jackasses on the chat. You notice that as soon as he was invited in, he noticed all your comments, okay? He saw you busting his balls. That's how I feel every single day. You see how they, see, I'm used to you. So I can swing it. 
But I mean, here's a he's a he's a comic who is you know he deals with hecklers on on a daily daily basis at at his shows. He couldn't even handle you. What are you doing? Why do you do that to my guests? I will see you tonight at Rockford Lanes after I get done with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Best of Chicago comedy with Adam Burke featuring Aaron Putnam. I'm going there, and I want to see you there. Rockford Lanes tonight. Jordan Carnett is back at it Saturday at Rockford Lane, same place. And then we pick it up again Thursday, August 5th for, man, several shows with Gary Owen at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, Park Theater in Holland, Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming for uh, two shows on Saturday, 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. And then Sunday for two shows at Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids for Gary Owen. Oh, my God. And then uh, we moved to the uh, to August 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th, and 28th. Wow. All that comedy, excuse me, with John Heffron and John Reap. Tuesday through Saturday. Howard City Lanes, Spectrum Lanes, Park Theater, Rockford Lanes, uh, Sherman Bowling Center in Muskegon. And back to how, and then uh, all of that happens on that uh, on that weekend. And I will link up all of these shows in the show notes. Mitch Fatel is coming early September. Eddie Griffin early September. Holy crap! Ryan O'Fla- uh, Ryan O'Flanagan, Billy Wayne Davis, all back alley comedy club. Craig Shoemaker, Logan Gunselman, Jonathan Martin. Tommy Davidson, Shane Smith, Esther Koo, Steve Hofstetter. My God, Ed is, Eddie Griffin, I talked about. Uh, um, Don is just killing it. Absolutely killing it. Back Alley Comedy Club, click on the Eventbrite, sign up for the tickets in the show notes of this podcast. In fact, what I'll do here for the folks that are enjoying the live stream uh, I will post it for you right now. And you can click on that and get your tickets. Okay. That's what you do. Uh, let's see here. Adam says, what? The captain? Lusty, busty sea wenches? Yes, that is Joe Volk. That is the guy. I want to talk about the captain with him. Um and it isn't often that in radio outside of Detroit, you would have somebody that would be so, uh, so remembered, but the captain is that. And, uh, yeah, that uh, we're definitely going to get into the, uh, to the, to the, uh, to the captain where the hell is Cardiff electric. You can't just show up here, uh, uh, blast us once and then you're out. I mean, that was a good joke. Maybe if weed was legal, this garbage show might be interesting. And then you haven't said a word since. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't do that. You got to keep it going or else it loses its punch. Kenny has heart eyes for Allison. Uh, he, Kenny, you can't make someone feel awkward like that you can't just go and say in a uh, allison's hot i mean you're the only one that does that i mean even a caveman like nick 
is like, show some class. And he says, put Kenny in timeout. You know how that probably made her feel very, very awkward because she can see that, that some miscreant who sits around as his, his uh, man pad in Nashville, Tennessee, beaten off to Pac-Man, is telling her she's hot. And what the fuck, Kenny? I mean, Patriot Nick here is a class act. Uh, Kenny is, uh, is saying, yeah, what? It's a compliment. And Patriot Nick says, yeah, all women you don't know love being called hot out of the blue by, <laughs> by a guy hovering over the unfriend button. I'm with Nick. You can't do that. I mean, this you don't just walk up to a stranger and say, hey, you're hot. <laughs> Come on, man. Jeez. Tyler's, oh, sheesh, Kenny. Ha, ha, ha. Jesus, man. What the hell is wrong with you? Dirk says, didn't you notice her ring? She's happily married. I talked about she's married to Brad. You know, but Brad's a friend of the show. You know how that's going to make him feel that you're sitting there talking about, ah, she's hot. Uh, Dirk says, uh, Love what the animal rescue does, but Allison talks with vocal fry. I didn't notice that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Is that true? Well, then I guess I don't mind vocal fry anymore. Because Allison's awesome. All right. Where the hell are we? Okay, talk about My Policy Shop, talk about Back Alley Comedy Club. Let's talk about uh, hockey. You're like, wait a minute, why are we talking hockey? Well, there's two things I needed to uh, share with you that I just found extremely interesting, and one is extremely, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to, how to, how to put this, but uh, um, Julian Breeze, I think I say Breezebois, is the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, this is the guy who took over when Steve Eisman said, I'm out. Steve Eisman uh, retired as general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then for the following year, I think the 2019 year, he was just kind of like a, a consultant to the team. But Breeze was in charge. And all he did was jump in and start winning Stanley Cups. Julian Breezebois. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, this story just broke that in order for the Bolts to make it a dynasty which it is and they're going to win it next year too mark my words they're awesome because you've got these tough sons of bitches who play or want to play with broken legs alex killorn or killorn i don't know how to say it uh according to breezeball this is the time of the year when the uh when the team sits down because every time a hockey player gets hurt they say oh yeah so-and-so's got a lower body injury so-and-so's got an upper body injury whatever Uh, they're they're not going to tell you what's wrong with them it's like that in most sports well this is the time after the cup is won that uh, uh, they can say all right here's the here's the uh here's the medical list uh killorn broke his fibula which is the non-weight bearing bone in your lower leg the tibby is the big one, but he anyway, Killorn blocked a shot from the point off of a Jeff Petrie shot late in game one of the Stanley Cup finals. Okay. So Petrie lets it fly. Killorn goes down, breaks the fibula, skates off, immediately gets an x-ray. Breezewa goes down. They got an x-ray machine right there. And they go, okay, well, um, there's two distinct breaks. He broke it in two places. So the uh 
Uh, fibula, what was one piece, is now three pieces. Okay. Uh, that Monday, he broke the leg. Three days later, they went in to the leg and um, put a metal rod in there and plated it and screwed it with these uh, with the, the various uh, pieces of hardware and repaired the leg on dude. All right? So um, then you're thinking, well, you know, that's, I mean, he took one for the team. That's what you do. Um, so that was on Thursday. Broke it on a Monday. Thursday, he had the rod put into the leg. Saturday, he was skating. And he goes, hey, I think I can play. So he goes out for warm-up, or not not warm-up, morning skate, and uh, he's, he's trying it out. He's, he puts on his gear, and he goes out. He, he starts skating. What? Come on. He goes, yeah, I think I want to give it a go. Um, but then he thought about it, and Matthew Joseph is uh, is who is the healthy player. They said, I think uh, it, uh, he thought better of it at the last minute and said, you know, I think I'm going to go on and uh, and just sit, and Matthew Joseph is going to take my spot. It was a good move, but he wanted to play. Uh, Joseph would go on to get an assist in the game-time goal that sent the contest to overtime. Breezebaugh says, that's how you win Stanley Cups. And then he starts crying. Yes. How about this guy? I love this so much. Tampa endured one of the most mentally demanding Stanley Cups in 2020 when the team was sequestered into bubbles between Toronto and Edmonton for 65 days, unable to go anywhere but the team, hotel, and the rink, away from their families and friends. It's kind of like a reality, a reality show, a social experiment. And then they win a Stanley Cup. Victor Hedman played since March 30 on a 30th on a torn meniscus. That happened in a regular season game against Columbus. A puck was dumped into the offensive zone, and Hedman chased after Columbus defenseman Miko Lettinen, slid down onto the ice to block a potential centering feed, and upended Hedman, sending the lightning blue liner awkwardly into the back wall. Hedman crawled on his hands and knees before being attended to by Docs. He couldn't even put any weight on his right leg. Less than uh, five minutes later, he was back on the ice. Uh, he had been playing through that torn meniscus ever since, said Brisebois. Am I saying that right, guys? Hedman didn't miss a game in the playoffs. Two goals and 18 points. My gosh! Tied for third most amongst all NHL skaters and leading league blue liners for postseason scoring for the first time in his career. He hoists the cup, and he goes, I'm going to the hospital, and they had to do the uh, the work on the knee. Holy cow. Barclay Goudreau and Ryan McDonough each played through the playoffs with broken hands. Uh, Blake Coleman and Yanni Gord, Gorday. Um, I guess, I guess it doesn't say what, what they are injured with. McDonough's injury is remarkable considering he's one of Tampa Bay's best players throughout the postseason. 
Head coach John Cooper going so far, he should be a dark horse candidate to win the Conn Smythe. I think it was Vasilevsky, was it not? That's impressive. Uh, I think there's more to it than that, but I don't want to continue down this road. But that's how you win Stanley Cubs, for God's sake. Ab- Gord is how I say that. Tyler says hockey players are such beasts. Any schmuck in the NBA would be out for a year with that with that injury. Sarah Rook Ruck Rush, who's she's such a oh god. She's just a bull in a china shop. <laughs> Listen to this. First of all, Dirk writes, uh, "I'm not counting on next year with the expansion draft and contracts. We're going to lose some players." We'll see. Uh, Stevie referring to the hockey players. Oh, man, that poor fucker. Sarah Rukrakrush says, that's right, because hockey players aren't pussies. And then she says, that is so fucking hot. (laughs) She's sexually aroused because players are playing on broken limbs. That's what gets her going. Tell you what. Her husband, Brad, who I think, I think offers up an eye roll or two because of the behavior of his daughter, of his daughter, of, oh, geez, sorry, of his wife. If he were to ever get on skates, he might, I don't know. I mean, he never comes to any of my parties. I think she would rape him and give him anal. She writes, she now, because I'm talking hockey, writes WAP. What the fuck? Uh, Patriot next is Eric. Calm down. You're making Sarah moist. Oh, God, that word. Sarah says he does skate. Oh, my. Well, no wonder why he's so quiet. You probably uh, rape him and have so much sex with him, he can't take it. Jesus. Okay, now we're getting back to Eric tells rape jokes. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what that asshole meant. When that person said, Eric is all about cracking jokes about rape, you asshole. Remember that earlier in the show? This right here? I cannot believe somebody would say that about me. Wow. Disgusting podcast. Host makes jokes about rape. Not cool. Also major sexist vibes. Again, if I ever did that, how quickly would Diana march into here live while I'm on the podcast, much to the delight of all of you, with a closed fist and bash me right in the side of the head? I would have no chance whatsoever. I would be screwed. Cardiff Electric, are you there? Where are you? What happened? All right. This next story is extremely sad. This is an update because the funeral was yesterday for Mattis Kevlenix, the prospect for the Columbus Blue Jackets, who is in uh, Novi, Michigan, at the house of Manny Legacy, former Red Wings goalie and now the goaltending coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the story went that on uh, he was just sitting there hanging out. I guess this is like his home away from home. Um. And there was a fireworks show, and there was a malfunction, and one of the things shot off, and it, it's a mortar. So this is a, as big as a bowling ball. And he dived in front of it, I guess. He did what goalies do, and he actually, I'm not kidding you, made a save, and that would have hit 
another the the current goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets and his pregnant wife. It was going to hit them, and he dove in front of it, and he saved it, and it hit him in the chest, and there was such an impact it uh, uh, hurt his heart very badly and damaged both his heart and his lungs, and he died. He saved the life of uh, fellow Latvian goalie Elvis Mer- Merzlikens, is how you say that. Elvis Merzlikens spoke at the uh, funeral. It's incredibly sad. He said Mattis Kivlenik's died a hero after saving him and his pregnant wife from the errant firework blast that killed him. Quote, he saved not just many lives, but when it happened, I was standing right behind him and I was hugging my wife. Uh, Merzlikin said at the the memorial service yesterday, he saved my unborn son, he saved my wife, and he saved me. Merzlikin's wife, Alexandra, is in her third trimester and... Merzlikens, or Merz, I think I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm not. Said their son's second name will be Mattis. <gasps> in honor of dude. Kivlenix was living in Ohio with Merzlikens, who called his fellow Latvian player my little brother. Kivlenix died from chest trauma with major damage to the heart and lungs after being hit with the firework July 4th at the home of uh, Manny Legacy. The party was also a wedding celebration for Manny Legacy's daughter, Sabrina. Oh, oh man, that's rough. Uh, insane Kev Lennox died a hero, Mers Lincolns noted. That's not just what I said. That's what the doctor said. And as, and as Sabrina said, he saved his last puck. <gasps> just to tell you about the last day, Mers Lincolns said. <clears throat> I say it different every time, damn it. This is according to him. There were 60, 70, 80 people at the party. I never looked for him. I was talking to so many people. Always, Mattis came to me. He looked for me. We sat down. We had our last beer, our last shot, our last cigar. And there's pictures of that. They're like sitting on the steps with a cigar and having a drink. It's fucking awesome, man. They had no idea that that was it. My God. Uh. Merzlikin says he was always smiling. I think he made me stronger as a man. While fighting back tears, Manny Legacy said Kiv Lennox, quote, uh, got to become one of our family. He got to be a brother to my daughter and my son, a great friend to our nephew. Michigan was his second home, Legacy said. A lot of you guys don't know, but ever since Kivi, that's his nickname, Kivi, Kivi, joined our organization, he would come up and live with my wife and I every summer. He became a son to us. He lived with us through the pandemic. Uh, see, a lot of these guys that come in from other countries, they don't know they don't know shit from shit, and they they kind of find somebody in the organization who, and th- that was it. It happens all the time because they're they're kind of fish out of water. Hell, when uh, Evgeny Svechnikov and his brother Andre Svechnikov came to Michigan, Andre was playing in Muskegon with the Lumberjacks. Uh, he was very young at the time. I think he was like 18. And Gino played in Grand Rapids. His mom moved here from Russia to live and still have, you know, interaction with the boys. That didn't happen for Kiv Lennox, though. Uh, Michigan was his second home. Legacy brought some humor to his eulogy. No, <laughs> noting that former Blue Jackets coach John Tortorella was in attendance. 
And I don't know about you, but whenever there's sadness at a funeral and somebody cracks a joke, it always crushes. And this is that example. Quote, look how many lives you've touched, Mattis. Look how many lives you've touched. He said it twice. Said legacy. Torts even flew in and he hates goalies. Merz Lincoln said, that's the funniest thing you have ever said. <laughs> oh. uh, Legacy thanked everyone who came to the service and lauded Madison's mother and father for raising a beautiful child. Oh. Incredible. Uh, Kiv Lennox signed with the Jackets as an undrafted free agent in 17, started in two games for Columbus in 2021, but was expected to have a larger role next season. He appeared in the... Uh, Hockey World Championships for Latvia, uh, Latvia earlier in the year and posted a shutout over Canada. My God. Uh, Legacy said, I got to play golf with him every day in the summer. Got to hang out with him, play cards. He had, he had that smile that he was going to get you. He got to become one of our family. Incredibly sad. Not enough people talk about that story. What an amazing thing. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. Dirk says, Tortorella won the Bolts the Cup in 04. Yeah, enough. Okay, enough Bolts talk. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, ask and you shall, uh, you shall receive. Cardiff, election, uh, Cardiff Electric is back. Okay, can Eric Zane jump on fireworks and save us from having to hear him? All right. Patriot Nick says, which one of y'all forced Cardiff to be here? Kenny says, word you learn how to English. Uh, don't try to insult him or her. I, it might be a woman. I still think that's stuttering John. Leave it to Cardiff Electric. And the one moment that I'm trying to be legitimately serious for you to fuck it all up. All right. Uh, Ken says... Cardiff, how is Texas this time of year? Uh, Kent, are you trying to internet sleuth? Kent, drop the ear, uh, drop the e out of you. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Cardiff, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcast. Well, that's going to hurt me. All right. Okay, where am I? We are approaching the two-hour mark of this show. Plenty more where that came from. Uh, I'm inviting you to go to ericzaneshow.com and shop for merch. Just click right where it says merch. I have nine different t-shirt designs that are available in uh, a multitude of colors, long sleeve, short sleeve hoodies. If you want, uh, we have it all at ericzaneshow.com. Just click, uh, click on merch and off you go. Okay. Update. We changed the date. For paintball war number 15, the unnamed war. That had to happen. I apologize for the inconvenience. I'm going to be reaching out to all of you uh, personally so that you don't show up there on August 8th. August 8th is out. It has been moved three weeks in the future. August 29, Sunday at TC Paintball. Everything else remains the same. 
So that gives you a little bit more time. Uh, and maybe you can, uh, maybe if you couldn't make it before, now you can. 5 p.m. start. TC Paintball in Grand Rapids uh, for that date coming up on the 29th of August. 5 p.m., that's a Sunday. 35 bucks is all this costs for what you're getting here. It's normally 48 okay? So you're saving that money, and I'm throwing in a free pizza party from BC Pizza. We all get together. I'm there. We play paintball. It's so much fun. Gather up the kids. This will be perfect because this is the time of year that we're talking about, uh, you know, kids are getting ready to go back to school, and you got to send them off with a bang. Join me for paintball at this event. 35 bucks, three hours of play, pizza party, the whole deal. 35 bucks gets you the gun, the mask, the paint, and all the fun. TCPaintballGR.com is their website. Reach out to them if you want to plan your own party. I think the Tarantula Farmer and his kids are showing up anyway on August, uh, August, August 8th to play. So there you go. Thank you to TC Paintball for sponsoring the show. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, if you need anything for your uh, for your air conditioning, if that thing goes south, an after-hour service call might be in your future. Call or text 616-516-8579, 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez. Online at aeheatingcooling.net. All right. If you ever are thinking about, man, my God, this house sure is hot. I finally want to pull the uh, trigger and get uh, AC, do it, because you're getting the best air conditioning unit installed. That is, of course, the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioner. Have Joe Martinez do it. Go ahead and get a couple of estimates from who, uh, from whom, uh, I can't even talk. My God, the show is getting long. Uh, but reach out to Joe and compare, and I promise you his will be lower. If not, tell him to make it lower, and he will. Uh, and then, of course, my friends at Cornhole America, cornholeamerica.com. If you need a set of cornhole boards, the last and only set you will ever need are purchased at cornholeamerica.com, shipped anywhere in the U.S. And when you buy them, please let me know that you banged on their door and bought them and send me a picture of what you ordered. And then I will tell J- uh, Jason Duflo from Cornhole America that you, in fact, bought them from him because he doesn't have a spot on there that says, where did you hear from us? And I want to make sure that he knows that my audience is buying cornhole boards. Put put stuttering John's face onto a set of cornhole boards. I encourage and put a, where where the hole is, put John's mouth there. That would be awesome. Cornholeamerica.com. Put whatever you want onto a set of cornhole boards. Okay. Sarah says, what's the new date for paintball? Adam steered her in the right direction, August 29th. Hold the phone. I got to pee. All right. More suggestions for uh, things to do in New Jersey from Blue State Rob. Uh, I'm reading right here. Uh, base jump off Statue of Liberty. Uh, carjack people. Start race war. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that might be a little much. How about, uh, I don't know, have a pizza, eat a pizza, and uh, have a couple of drinks. Talk like normal human beings do. That's just me. <clears throat> oh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm totally busting your balls. That's what I do. That's what I'm supposed to do. Come on. <laughs> Can't drop the E out of you. The taking a P segment is Cardiff Electric's favorite. Um, don't be fooled. Whoever that is, that person loves the show. Loves what we do here. Okay? Just, you know, that's why she or he, it's John, it's stuttering John, is here so long. Cannot get enough of it. I got a text message, and I just got to share it with you. Um, this is a listener of my old show providing insight on it. This person listens to this show and my old show. Still. And I've had discussions with this person about how it's my opinion that uh, they're having great success, but it is so a departure of what I would ever do. It To me, it's absurdly, just my personal opinion, dull. It's just dull. If there is a laugh or something compelling, you got to go a long way to get there. It's a slog. Okay. And that's not even being a dick. That's just like, okay, I can't even really get anything out of it anymore. Because in all the time that I used to listen to it, which I don't anymore, I'm like, guys, would you fucking do something? Would you start to have some, would you do something that's interesting? They sit for, there's three full segments. Okay. You have um, however many segments in a show, uh, a lot, six, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So that's 12 segments, I think. Three of the 12 are a full 25 minute bit where each person says, hi, my name is, and this is what I'm doing. And you just find yourself just like the drool coming out of your mouth. And you're, you're it's like when you're driving for too long and you free and after about 15 miles, you you're like, how the fuck did I get here? What just happened? You go through like a time warp. I cannot believe. And that segment was created by the dude, Justin, that they, uh, that, you know, he was on the show and then he left and it was all weird. Remember all that? You took his bit and that's, that's what you're basing is a quarter of your show is an hour, an hour of the four is that. This person writes, so I'm watching the Freebird Hot Wings live feed. They were just doing a game called the walkie talkie challenge. Take common words and making a two-word rhyme to replace the word. (laughs) Example, fork became stabby-grabby, car became vroomy-roomy. Not my words. Good grief. I actually felt sorry for them. Now, this is a a diehard listener. Kind of like 
They were the chick laying on the floor screaming in Victoria's Secret. Last Hour has featured three games, a flashback of yesterday's Dumber Than the Show trivia, which they play every day, and now another flashback of Joe's, uh, some old stunt they did with Joe from 2009. And he said, and you're on it, me. I wrote, they're mailing it in. (laughs) Boring and stupid. I do three hours of new content every day by myself. It sucks cock. (laughs) He wrote, just coasting and safe for all ages. Milk toast. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Holy shit. What are you doing? God damn it. Write something. Do a bit. Ugh. Unbelievable. Jesus. Chris Wright. Chris writes, it's what everyone's comfy with. If you're new to it, it's very dull. Oof. Everybody has a homework assignment. Listen to it and give me a book report. My God. The fuck are you guys doing over there? All right. Let's talk about this. Um, You guys are going to love this. Um, Oh, shit. In the great state of Michigan, the Asian carp have been invading for quite some time. These... Horrible invasive fish have just been destroying the waterways forever. All right. So they go in there, they completely destroy the ecosystem. These are the fish that when um you go you have like a boat and you're 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 taking the boat through the river, the damn fish are jumping out of the water. It's un- I guess the vibration drives them crazy. And they just lose their shit and freak out and start jumping out of the water. It's absolutely unbelievable. And then people, you can actually be on the boat and then you're encouraged to, um, when the fish fly out, to hit them with a baseball bat. Because they just completely decimate ecosystems because they're like at the top of the food chain, the Asian carp. Well, um, this is ridiculous. Asian carp, they have to change the name. Now, I'm all for, you know, some degree of, uh, you know, trying to keep everybody happy. But some fucking idiot, Minnesota State Senator Fong Hodge, is pissed off. He says the last straw came when uh, he was welcoming an Asian delegation to the state of Minnesota at the airport. And he happened to walk up and there was like people snapping pictures and this business delegation uh, is, is coming into town and he's getting ready to shake their hand and the, the, the photo op is in front of a sign that they have for tourists and people coming into Minnesota to fish and it says kill Asian carp. And it's a plea, a well-intentioned plea to prevent spread of the invasive fish. And they say, if you catch one, you got to kill it. 
So all these dudes from whatever part of Asia are there, and they're like, oh, my God, what is going on here? And they, and rather than just saying, yeah, that's a terrible fish that we kill here, because in explaining it, they're demanding that the name of the fish be changed. Now, this has been going on for quite some time. This goes back to 2014. Uh, Hodge and fellow Senator John Hoffman in 2014 won approval of a me- of a measure requiring that Minnesota agencies refer to the fish as invasive carp. This caught the attention of the now deceased Rush Limbaugh, who ridiculed it as political correctness. And you know, I, mean, I agree with them. That's I mean, fuck it. Who gives a shit? It's a name. If anybody thinks that the name is going to cause some type of backlash towards Asians. Well, that's just fucking stupid. How? Uh, I hate, I had more hate mail than you could shake a stick at, said Hoffman, the Senator John Hoffman, who was with the uh, the other dude to, to do it. Uh, now some other government agencies are taking the same step in the wake of anti-Asian hate crimes that surged during the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service quietly changed its designation to invasive carp in April. Come on, man. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I guess it doesn't matter what you call it, but for anybody to think that the name of the fish actually leads in any way, shape, or form to discrimination against Asians is just it's just fucking comical to me. Uh, we wanted to move away from any terms that cast Asian culture and people in a negative light. The Asian Carp Regional Coordinating Committee representing agencies in the U.S. and Canada that are trying to contain the carp will do likewise coming up August 2nd. It's a four-letter word in this country, said Kevin Irons, Associate Fish Fisheries Chief with the Illinois Department of National Resources. The four species described collectively as Asian carp are bighead silver grass and black carp were brought from China a half century ago, a half century ago to rid southern sewage. And and so they were brought in to eat shit. They escaped into the wild and have migrated up the Mississippi and other major rivers. The Great Lakes and their seven billion dollar sport fishery are vulnerable. All right. So they're bad. But now they have to change the name because some guy thinks that this is going to result in some dude of Asian descent being discriminated against. Say it out loud and try not to laugh. My God. Stevie says, look, everyone hates Canadian geese, but we don't but we don't go beating up Canadians because of it. This is dumb. And she's a liberal. Uh, Dean says, just like eliminating the word gypsy moth because it's offensive. (laughs) Fuck off and get a job (laughs) and do something productive. (laughs) I don't know why that struck me as so funny, but fuck off and get a job really made my day. (laughs) Oh, shit. Did you see that story about the Canada geese? which I didn't know that Canada geese or Canadian geese lived 25 years. Do you know that? And once they find a mate, they stay mates forever. 
don't know, I saw this on the Dodo or something like that. I'm a huge fan of Dodo videos. You ever see those Dodo videos where somebody does something amazing and then or the little or the little cat or the dog or whatever, or the baby seal, and then whenever it makes a noise, you see like little animation leave his mouth. Like, and, you know, you see a little animation leave. It's so damn cute. I love those Dodo videos. Oh, uh, well, this was like a Dodo video. And what happened was, you know, these Canadian geese who Kate says, these geese, th- those geese are so gross. Would you fucking, no, they're not. No, they're not. In fact, they're all over where I live. And uh, before I get to the story, they're oftentimes seen crossing a very, very busy road called Baldwin. And uh, so everybody lays on the brakes when the mom and the dad are, the mom is leading with all the babies behind. There's like 15 of them. And then the dad's there. You know, you got to be very careful that you don't go ripping through them because then you got uh, baby geese bowling and you don't, you sure as shit don't want to be that. Occasionally you see one of those cocksuckers with the don't tread on me flags behind him and the big giant truck. They go racing right through him. Yeah, you fucking asshole. It's usually a Trump voter too. Yeah, fuck the geese. Fuck them. Fuck you. Asshole. I like them. I just stay away because I'm oftentimes running. And then when you're running and you see the Canada geese, they hiss at you and they want to kick your ass because they don't want you to fuck with the babies. I always go, the, I tell you, I give them a wide berth. I'll be out of the way. By the way, I don't ha- I'm not doing heroin. This, these aren't track marks. I, it's when I had to do that blood sample for the kidney thing. Um, the goose was, it was a husband and wife tandem. And then the people that work at a vet clinic right outside where the goose live, the geese live, noticed that the one was uh, limping. So they uh, they caught it and sedated it and did an x-ray. And sure enough, uh, it got its leg was busted in like two places. And the story goes, this dodo video, they're sitting there, they're doing the operation. And you hear the audio and you hear like you, you can actually hear a tap while they're operating like hey what the fuck what is that noise i don't know and then they look and the mom is at the window going she's tapping with her bill i I need i need him where is he where's my mate oh my god so they had to finish the operation at the window so that she would be comforted and then there was a recovery. Okay, as soon as they got done and they uh, and the thing came out of sedation, uh, the, 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 the mama goose started grooming the daddy goose, and it was all good. It was awesome. I love that video. Why are you assholes talking about calling them absolutely filthy, and uh, are we allowed to hunt them? What the fuck? Terry says, yeah, all Trump voters hate geese. What a dumb fucking thing to say. We use a 12-gauge dipshit. Well, all right. I didn't know you kill geese. Is that a thing you do? Are you supposed to kill geese? Uh, Jason says they're delicious. What are those uh, uh, birds in... Uh, in Florida called, aren't they called like the, uh, the, the salmon of the sky or the, or the chicken tenders of the, of the blue. What are those things called? Flamingos? The, the tenderloin of, of, uh, of 
terra firma. What are those things do they call them? God, I remember they, uh, because I was at, we were at our hotel in Florida for the uh, AT Marathon, and a couple of them walked up, and we were feeding them. And someone said, that's the filet mignon of the sky or something. What are they, what are they called again? Pelican? No. That's it. Sand Hill Cranes. The Sand Hill Cranes. Those bastards in Florida shoot those fuckers out of the sky like Rodan. Like the Japanese army shooting at Rodan. Kaboom! Kaboom! There's your Godzilla reference. And then they, they eat them like crazy there. Sand Hill Cranes. Ribeye of the sky. That's it. <laughs> All right. I'm just about done here. We have the asshole of the day in mere moments. Um, I really want to do a cameo. So I want you to hire me. It's $15.99. There is no one better at this than me. I am absolutely the best at cameo. Uh, I do them all off the top of my head. They're uh, wonderful rants. If you want me to rant and rave about a dumb shit in your life and then uh, present that to them, hey, this is what Eric Zane thinks about you, go for it. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I can also be nice if you want me to. That's up to you. Cardiff Electric needs to hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, I can guarantee you, that Cardiff Electric is not used, th- thought that he could, uh, he could come into this room and like get me to freak out about their existence on the chat. But I, I want you to stay here. I actually find you funny. Don't leave. I'm just glad you're enjoying the show. I appreciate it. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, There's probably no better peace of mind than knowing that you have a trusted person repairing your vehicle. You know the names by now. Jamie, Eric, Megan, Bruce, the list goes on and on. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in West Michigan. 616-532-6600. Or find them online at Irvines.com. That's E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvines.com. Repairing domestic, Asian, European models of cars. Okay? Reach out to them when you need a repair job for your vehicle, for anything at all. And, of course, you have after-hours drop-off. You can pay online. I mean, keys in the lockbox. The convenience is just absolutely incredible. Uh, Patriot Nick says, asshole of the day. It says, it's you for not picking a side, Eric. You're either woke or you're not. There's no middle ground. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you telling me that I am somehow more of an asshole than guy who wanted to change the name from, uh, uh, change the name Asian Carp? Are you telling me I'm more of an asshole than the 911 operator? Are you telling me I'm more of an asshole 
than the child rapist I used to work with. I'm more of an asshole than Blue State Rob who wants Diana to go parasailing uh, on the Hudson River when we visit New Jersey. That's, that's all bullshit. You're a bigger asshole than me. Yeah, no. So you're suggesting that I'm not, I'm sounding not woke on the Asian carp story and other times that I am. Well, unlike you, you fucking caveman moron, I have the ability to discern from story to story what I want to get behind in terms of wokeness. Idiots like you are all or nothing. Well, that falls into this general category, so I must do this. No, you dumb dick, because each story is different. Different details, you fucking dick with ears. Shut the fuck up! Jesus. That's the first time I've raged out today. Chris, uh, referring to that, says yesterday's Patreon was gold. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh, driving me up a wall. Okay, I got to get this done because I'm starving. I need food. Uh, Mario Flores, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call them up, 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, my God, what are you doing? Call Mario. He can help you no matter what state you're in with the exception of Maine. Okay, South Carolina, Hawaii, and Alaska. If you need a mortgage, that's who you call. Van Dyke Mortgage, known throughout the country. Okay, and Mario is uh, the uh, the local guy who can help you in all of those places. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035 gets you into a great mortgage if your credit score is fantastic or if your credit score is in the dumper. He works with everybody making this a possibility. First-timers or if you're going through bankruptcy, divorce, shitty credit, whatever it may be, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Kenny has a question. How much of the $15.99 do you keep on a Cameo? Well, uh, if you do it through the Cameo app or on your desktop at Cameo.com slash Eric Zane, I get about $11. And um, I think those are the things that you can leave a tip on. And I don't even know if that's 100% true. And if you that is if you want to leave a tip. If you do it through like any other app, uh, which again, I've never done this, but I've just heard from people. I've, there have been times I get as low as like eight and a half bucks, which is ju- I'm just getting raped. I think Apple Podcast takes a big chunk of it when you, have, when you do it through that app. But I think the surest way to do it is through the Cameo.com app, search Eric Zane, or through the desktop computer. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Melissa says, when he calls Patriot Nick a caveman, I lily LOL. There's a Marcus Bradman call out. Dick with ears. Stevie like that one. Chris K says, Eric was a little wound up yesterday. Yeah, how about you, Chris? Well, at the end of the free podcast yesterday, when I'm trying to tell the story about the blood Nazi, and you're there being a fucking jackass. I actually listened back to that and listened to the fucking pounding I, I gave to you. What the hell, guys? 
You you know, it gives you a perfect example. When I had Aaron Putnam on here, it took him about three seconds to realize, oh, shit. Because you guys are just fucking brutal. He's like, how do you put up with this? Oh, and I go, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just part of the show now. It's become part of the essence. It's a part of the chemistry. I actually have chemistry with people who you can't hear. How does that even work? Patriot Nick says, Cardiff, you little bitch, take notes. All right. Kenny says, we're brutal. Yeah, you're brutal. You're the, you're the absolute worst. What? Yes, it's true. In fact, for that, Kenny, I think it's time to put you in timeout. There you go. Eat 300 seconds, you fucking bastard. How's that 300 seconds taste? <sighs> Last, uh, on, on yesterday's show, I haven't heard from him because I, maybe he didn't listen to, uh, to get his to take his medicine bleeding heart brian was your asshole of the day who is it going to be today on the show who is the asshole of the day hmm. yeah, we didn't have a uh we didn't have a huge um Yeah. What's interesting about asshole of the day is I've I I've never really felt too vindicated about this because um this asshole of the day continues to lie to everyone that this person knows and cares about. Uh oh, hold on. I got to fix it. Where it says radio host child rapist it needs to say, former radio host, child rapist, who, you know, uh, has continued to lie to friends and family about why radio host is no longer a radio host. Because I know full well that if the people who know former radio host, child rapist, uh, if they were aware that former radio host child rapist had raped a boy, they would not associate with former radio host child rapist. But they are because former radio host child rapist is a fucking liar. Y'all to have a good weekend. My God, thank you so much for supporting the Eric Zane Show podcast. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Follow me on the audio podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show. CastBox, Stitcher. Sub- subscribe to the show, the audio podcast, on more than one platform. Okay? You won't believe how that helps me out in a monetary fashion. 
You're like saying, you've already said it, you only get two cents for each download. Well, multiply that times thousands. We're talking a good chunk of change. So that's something you can do that costs you nothing that helps the Eric Zane Show podcast. All right. Thanks again. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time. Patreon, I've got a, I'm going to give you the inside scoop as to why I was talking to, talking to the cops. Oh, God, this fucking story. We'll get to that. Have a good one, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.